0: What's up everybody? You're about to listen to episode 41 of Women Who Kill. Hope you're enjoying the holidays. If you're liking the show so far, don't forget to stop by Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes, leave a review, leave a rating. Helps a lot. Helps new people find the show. I'd love to be able to dedicate more time to this and less time to bullshit that I do not enjoy. I'd love to be able to eventually make two episodes a week for you guys, start making more bonus content, do live shows, I want to make all that happen. And you can help at patreon.com slash Choice. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash k-a-i-c-h-o-y-c-e. Our guest today, very funny comedian, Channing Apodaca. What's up? How's it going? Today, we're going to be talking about scary lesbian, kind of a lesbian. I thought she was straight. <laughs> Bisexual. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joanna Dennehy. Ooh. Now, Joanna is one of three women to ever be given a life sentence in the UK for murder.
1: Yeah, I found that really fascinating and, and like, surprising.
0: And the other two were Myra Henley and uh, Rosemary West?
1: Yeah, I I saw their names, but I didn't didn't look into them.
0: Mm -hmm. Rosemary West murdered... Mostly children, with her husband, Fred West. So they're, they're super uh, infamous, those two. And Myra Henley, I, I don't remember. Uh, haven't done an episode of her yet. I'm sure I
1: will soon. So she's like a real-life woman from The Witches who just hates kids.
0: No, they were, they were they were crazy. They would pick up kids and molest them and then murder them. And they did the same thing with like their own kids. They also molested and they killed one of their own children and like buried her under the, the patio how in do their you backyard.
1: How do you, as a couple, come to discuss that like this is our thing? That, yeah, right? This is gonna be our thing. Like some yeah. people are in defeat, some people are in like piss and shit yeah. I can cuss, right? <laughs> yeah. These, these two are like, you know, how do you bring that up? You know, <laughs> honey, what do you think about, you know, know? What do you
0: think about fucking and killing kids? Oh,
1: molesting one of the oh kids. Oh my God, tonight. that's my thing too. Oh my God, we're so <laughs> meant for each other.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, there really is someone for everyone. Uh, Joanna wasn't quite so. I mean, she was terrible,
1: but. She is someone who, like, w- you know, looking more into her, like, I remember seeing some of the headlines, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing, you know, some of the initial things, but looking more into her, she's like just a really twisted person. Yeah. Like, she just gets pleasure out of things. It's not like she was doing it as a means of. Uh, You know what's fuck? What's the word I'm looking for? Um,
0: Self defense, like no uh, coping mechanism. Yeah, she wasn't using uh, it as a
1: coping mechanism. No self defense. No. uh, She wasn't doing it for money. She wasn't doing it vindictively either. Trying to get back at anybody. Like she just got pleasure out of taking advantage of people Uh and then killing them, and kind of all in one little spree too. That was her whole. That was her whole career
0: as Mm -hmm. a murderer. Now, Joanna was born in 1982. August, -August, mid-August, which uh, I don't remember what sign that makes her, but I'm glad it's not mine. (laughs) In uh, St. Albans, UK, she was one of two children. Yep. She had a younger sister, two years younger than her.
1: And her sister joined the military.
0: Her sister was super smart, very accomplished, has her own IT company now.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Her parents were, her dad was a security guard. Her mom worked in retail as a manager. Very normal family, four bedroom house. I guess upper middle class. Yeah, middle class. Like, I don't know what that counts uh, as in the UK. Yeah,
1: so it, uh, everything that I saw looked like some kind of a middle class setup. I don't know what their class system is like, but mm-hmm. you know, like uh, the Dursleys in Harry Potter. That she seemed to come from something around there, maybe a little bit lower than them. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take your word for that. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand Harry Potter references. Don't get down with HP. Never watched it. Never read it. And uh, We can just stop here. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm a, I don't know. I just feel like there's a certain, once you, if you read it when you're a kid, I get it. If you read it when you're an adult. Oh, you're weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're going to end up killing and molesting kids (laughs) probably.
0: There's also just a certain level of privilege that you have to have to be able to dedicate time to reading uh, books that are like 500 pages or more as an adult yeah like you i have be, responsibilities i can't i don't have time for that shit you should
1: be working and maybe raising someone or something at least a kid or a cat or a dog just <laughs> uh-huh. not killing it i actually used to sit on my curb when i was like 10 years old after reading these and talk to my 50 year old neighbor steve about uh-huh. him which looking back pretty weird dude
0: steve was probably just waiting for you to to come over and trying to catch me slipping uh-huh go catch me slip steve <laughs> anyway steve, and it's always a steve i i knew a steve as a as a kid and he was a fucking creep uh marks and steves are are all creeps if they're not married by the time they're like 40 yeah 100% uh, youth
1: pastors they end up moving back with mom yeah they start buying a lot of beige yeah a lot of khaki
0: <laughs> <laughs> khaki There's glasses are always too big yeah. camo <laughs>
1: what are we talking about
0: so, so Joanna had a decent life, but when she was a teenager, uh, shit took a turn for the worse. Out of nowhere, she started doing drugs, started drinking, 16 years old, uh, shacks up with a guy named John,
1: John yeah. Triner. She ran away and ended up living with this guy, John, for 10 years. And he was, what, six years older than her?
0: Yeah, when they, when they met, like 20.
1: He was 22. She was 16. Uh-huh. And she, well, before she even ran away, she actually ran, or before she got with him, I should say, she ran away a year earlier at 15. Yeah. And that was, like, his defense that she was already a runaway, and so, like, what I'm doing isn't that bad. Uh Uh-huh. But you're 22 years old, which, you know, is still fairly young.
0: But even by UK standards, it was still not legal. Oh,
1: yeah. Still not okay, too. Yeah. Like, morally. Like, there's legality, and then there's, like, actual moral. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Come on, guy.
0: (laughs) But she was the uh she was abusive to him
1: yeah later on in the relationship not right away right and here's something more to claim, like to harp on him uh, <clears throat> when she before she was uh, of legal age he claims that there was no sexual wrongdoing in their relationship uh huh which I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say, uh, yeah, right. And here's the funny thing, too. What's like? No,
0: we just like talking. We had so much in common.
1: Yeah, uh, she would tell me all about her school days and all about you know her doodles and her (laughs) notebooks and all sorts of different things. And me, a 20 year old man in my prime sexual years, Uh just loved being regaled with tales of skipping stones. And no, you're full of shit, dude. What's the legal age of consent in? Great Britain.
0: I, I think it's 16. Okay. It's 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 gross. It's I feel like it should be 18 everywhere. Yeah. People get away with being creepy because oh, it's legal there or it's legal in this place. Yeah, it or, should be. Where eight- I'm from, it's legal. and I'm like, no, it's
1: There are places in the United States like I think Min- Michigan or Minnesota, one of those yeah. fucking place it's 16 there. I feel
0: like Mississippi's probably like 15. Probably. But I think no matter where you're from, you're a fucking baby until you're 18 and even then I can't even look at 18-year-olds now and be like, "Mm, yeah, yeah, give me some of that. Like, no, you're a fucking idiot, and you're going to be an idiot until you're in your mid-20s.
1: 100%. Once you've actually, like, looked back and had the time to reflect on your early 20s, your teens, and your childhood, and probably done a decent amount of drugs that make you introspective, (laughs) you're a fucking (laughs) idiot. Uh Uh-huh. You need to at least be arrested once or twice. I never have been, but the drugs, yeah.
0: Definitely. Oh yeah, I've never been arrested. That's why I, I could be more interesting. But uh, but I had a shitty childhood, so I think that that kind of makes up for it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> now,
1: Character building. Yeah. So Joanna, uh, that's disappointing that the the age of consent is sixteen because she got pregnant at seventeen. A miscreant of a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Bad choices all
0: around. They were living, and they weren't even living in like a nice house. Like no. for a little bit, they were kind of like
1: homeless homeless living in cars i think living in basements and one of the things that was interesting was he hated that lifestyle and he was trying desperately to get out and she seemed to revel in that type of shit mm-hmm. like she loved the chaos of it all
0: well she was later diagnosed uh, not only with bpd or borderline personality disorder but with what was it called psychopathic antisocial personality disorder and uh paraphilia set uh, sadomasochism, which means that uh, she was a fucking psychopath.
1: Yeah, why do we have to Why do we have to name that and diagnose that? Why not just call this person a fucking psycho? Uh,
0: because crazy is just too broad of a term. And uh, a lot of people are crazy but never end up killing people. Yeah. And uh, she psychologically, officially had the diagnosis of hurting people gets me off, but also yeah. hurting myself gets me off. Like she had that tattoo under her eye, yeah. that star tattoo. She did that herself.
1: Jesus Christ you could tell it's like one of those (laughs) shitty ass tattoos that doesn't look like anything it's just like a green blob (laughs) with certain points to it yeah she
0: gave herself a prison tattoo when she wasn't even in prison
1: (laughs) that's one of the most distinct things that like I noticed about her is just being like she looks like she's got a very modern look Uh uh-huh and a very just like crazy trash bag look like just a trashy just universal
0: yeah like like she could live uh in the wherever she was living in the UK or she could live in Fresno like looking at a picture you can't tell where she's from.
1: I could totally see her in Modesto asking (laughs) for change underneath a bridge Uh with a tall can in her hand and like trying to coerce whatever she can out of you Uh just to go get another tall can and some Del Taco or some shit.
0: dating guys with the Fox tattoo on the back window of their pickup truck.
1: Yeah she thinks that like an SRH tattoo or like (laughs) an established 1986 tattoo across her chest is like sexy. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, she liked to wear handcuffs for, on her belt. Yeah, what the hell was that all about? They she liked met, to lick it, knives. In everything that
1: I saw and looked up, every photo of her, every video of her, she had a pair of handcuffs hanging off her belt, but never addressed it. Uh-huh. Nobody ever addressed it. That was just
0: her thing. That was so people knew, like, immediately. That she's a badass. Yeah, this is what kind of person I am.
1: Jesus Christ. She was a cutter. That makes sense. She used to also used to, like, cut other people. Like, to cut other people.
0: Uh-huh. Ugh.
1: Like, during sex, there was that was one story of she was having sex with somebody, and during mid-coitus, she just started slashing his back.
0: And I feel like she wasn't the kind of person that's like, okay, let's sit down and talk about what we're into. I think you just found out what
1: she was into. Yeah, she didn't even have the decency of that other <laughs> couple who was who was killing and raping kids. She uh-huh. would just start cutting you up.
0: Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, she, okay. I'm like, maybe I'll die, maybe I won't. Yeah, at and least they clearly came to thing. an agreement. Yeah. So
1: one interesting thing that I, I noticed or, or heard about was after she gave birth to her first child, mm-hmm. uh, her boyfriend was saying that she was actually a very good mom. And like she t- stopped drinking, stopped doing drugs, at least during the pregnancy.
0: And this was when she was uh, about uh, 18, 17, 18?
1: Like l- at least late 17, mm-hmm. uh, early 18. And he said that she took it a little bit serious. But as soon as the baby came out, the first thing sh- she did was get high. <laughs> uh-huh. And even though she was present. Yeah. Like physically, emotionally, she was like really unaffectionate.
0: When did she start? At some point, she started just running away from home for weeks and sometimes months at a time. Um, fucking other people, going on benders, and just telling people she didn't she didn't want to have kids. Was that after her second kid?
1: Uh, that was uh, with her first. After, right after her first kid, when she started doing drugs and alcohol again, mm-hmm. um, she broke up with what was his name uh john yeah john so after her first kid she broke up with john started boozing started doing drugs again moved out moved back to her hometown got just completely twacked out again but
0: not with the parents i don't think
1: with the parents but just uh back to like back home mm-hmm. in general meaning like the general city I believe. yeah then her and her ex john got back together had another kid mm-hmm. then she came home one day with needles sticking out of her arm and she pulled out a knife and stabbed the floor and said verbatim, I could kill someone.
0: And that was when John was like, oh, I, I think I've, this is too much for me to handle. Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> this is, that's the line.
1: That is the most coherent thing in this story up to this point. Because up to here, nothing really makes sense. We uh-huh. have middle age, or a middle-class girl uh, dating some trash bag dude. We have the trash bag dude being the better of the two parents. We have her <laughs> now coming back yeah, saying that she can kill someone and him being like, okay. I should get out of here.
0: That was 2009, uh, and that was when John, which is hilarious, that he's he's the good parent in the situation. Uh, yeah, he took both kids. Yep, and left. Yep.
1: And I I don't understand Joanna very much. Like I don't really get her motives. But one of the things that I found interesting with the way that she, you know, is really unaffectionate, really cold, completely cut off with, like, sociopathic, psychopathic behavior is when she had her first kid, Mm -hmm. John said that she would roughhouse with the kid like crazy. Throw the kid around, not be lovey-dovey, but, like, physically push the kid around. One day he caught And she had two girls. Two girls, yeah. yeah. One day he caught her on a walk with the kids, and she had taken one of the kids and thrown it in a ditch, which will come into play as we move along with the story.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. So she didn't actually murder anyone until 2013. That sounds about right. And so between uh, 2009, when her husband just picked up and left with the kids, and 2013, she had five years of uh, probably just getting progressively worse oh, yeah. as far as her mental health went.
1: Yeah, and uh, living basically like in the British equivalent of trap houses. Mm-hmm. Fucking everybody. Fucking everybody. She was,
0: she was, uh, she did not discriminate with who she had sex with. She only discriminated uh, with who she, who she killed. Yep. You know, I take that back. Uh, she was racist, so she probably wasn't fucking any black people.
1: What was what? Were, where'd that come out at? Because that uh, does sound familiar. But what was the story well, behind her racism?
0: Uh, fast forward a little bit to uh, when she was first arrested. When the cops were booking her, uh, she said, "I could be worse than a serial killer. I could be big, fat, black, and ugly." Yes,
1: I remember that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> like, hey, you are worse than a
0: serial killer. You're a racist.
1: Hey, I'm gonna <laughs> say this right now. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Okay. Uh huh. Joanna. So ugly, we can take that off the table. And Lizzo's fucking sexy. Uh huh. So maybe to some people, Lizzo's all three of those things, still sexy. So fuck off, Joanna, you're a murderer.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, Joanna wasn't, oh man, she's got the meth eyebrows, you know what I mean? Just
1: I, the pencil thin. Yeah. If you're gonna draw your eyebrows in, take a fucking art class, learn yeah. basic shapes.
0: Or use, use a Sharpie. Yeah. Because Chola's managed to make that. Should still look kind of sexy sometimes. Her eyebrows
1: look like a game piece from perfection. Just like some (laughs) random shape Uh came down way too low.
0: Yeah. Now here's the thing. Um, Joanna is still alive and well. uh, And uh, very manipulative and vindictive. So the only reason I'm doing this episode is because she's uh, (laughs) over the pond.
1: Yeah, do you normally not uh, pot about people who...
0: Well, I don't like to talk about people who are still alive unless... Uh...
1: Just in case they get out?
0: <laughs> unless they're in like very maximum security. She's never getting out, though. Yeah, she's never getting out. And uh... But maybe she will. <laughs> so...
1: But even if she does get out, she can't get a visa or a passport.
0: True. But maybe she will. <laughs> so, 2013. Mm-hmm. She was living in Newboro or close to Newboro with a man named Kevin Lee uh, as her landlord mm-hmm. and two roommates. One of them being John Chapman, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, John Chapman was uh, one of her housemates. A guy named Lucas uh, Slaboszuski. I'm assuming I'm saying his name right. I'm probably not because it's it's uh, like one of, like a Polish name or something. Yeah, he
1: was like Czech or Polish yeah. or something.
0: So. Forgive me for murdering his name. <laughs> uh, at least I didn't murder him. Yeah. I didn't. Now, she was living with uh, Lucas and John. Uh, she, Kevin was their landlord who she was also having an affair with. Yes. He is married with two kids.
1: Which is sad because he seemed like such a straight up, you know, family man. He mm-hmm. had a wife who to this day is still so in love with him. Yeah. And not to say that she can't be, but like
0: he was banging
1: this gutter.
0: Ugh, trash. Yeah. On the side. But she was probably like very sexually aggressive. Probably. Not to say that it's not his fault for being a cheating asshole. But it's probably easier to cheat if someone won't stop throwing themselves at you. Yeah. And she seemed to be the type like the fatal attraction
1: type. 100%. That was like her thing. She would like to manipulate men and use them in order to get what she wants out of them. And that started all the way back from like middle school. That's when people started noticing this. She would get uh, classmates who were young boys to yeah. do her homework, and if she didn't get that from them, she would bully them, beat them up, or, or some shit. She would bully other girls in class, too. But mm-hmm. she would manipulate the boys to get what she wanted from them. And I don't know if it was sexual at that point, but I think it was just, you know, this and that.
0: Yeah, probably as soon as she started going through puberty was when, uh, was when it became sexual. Yeah.
1: Hundred percent. And what's funny to me is like, so she's this uh, this wannabe femme fatale, getting men to do uh, what she wants from them. Even and it eventually leads to in murders.
0: sweaters and jeans. By the way,
1: <laughs> she looks like what where I come from, we yeah. would call brohos, Yeah, like not only are they the girls that hang out with the bros, yeah, but they look like bros themselves. Like, yeah, she is. She's not what you would consider um, attractive, and yeah. I would go so far as to say she's fugly.
0: Yeah. I mean, she, she definitely, like, if you, if you saw her on the street, you'd just be like, oh, she's, she's a lesbian. She plays hockey. Yeah. And fucking. Uh, 100%. She's
1: probably got a wicked wrister.
0: Drives a truck. Uh, likes Monster Energy. Oh, yeah. Definitely from Fresno or Modesto. No.
1: <laughs> but. 100%. Smells like cigarettes. <laughs> yeah.
0: But she was just, like, banging everyone's, everyone's man.
1: And everywhere she went, she got people to do what she wanted. Uh-huh. I'd like to see her- So props there, I guess? I guess. She must at least be a smooth talker. I'd like to see her miscount, though. Like, how many dudes didn't do what she was asking for? Uh Uh-huh. Until this bumbling oaf in cargo shorts and polo shirts, (laughs) Kevin Lee, comes around. Oh, Kevin. It's like, poor Kevin, dude. He looks like my brother-in-law. He looks like such a dork. Yeah. You know, like, if he wasn't with Joanna, he was mowing lawns. Uh Probably not even his lawns, just doing favors. He was just such a tweet. He looked like he
0: liked to grill.
1: Yeah, 100%, but, like, not even good. <laughs> he just thought that that was what a man was supposed to do. Like, uh-huh. I got some brats. So that's <laughs> right, right?
0: <laughs> is the football game on today? <laughs> we'll Playing a little footy? Okay, so March 29th, yes, 2013. Kevin is stabbed to death and dumped on the side of the road near uh, Newboro. They find him in a black sequined Dress.
1: And nothing else. Yeah. And the way that they described it was that dress, I, I think, only fit like a small t-shirt, like a tank top. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but they found him, uh, they, d- they said it was face down, but everything, every report I saw, every video I looked up, was really talking about this position. I think he was doggy style. Oh, yeah? Because they only said face down. They didn't say face down, ass up.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But they kept describing it as provocative so and he So he,
0: he was positioned... A degrading way yeah. for a man. And it's not like he was wearing the dress. It's like they weren't being kinky and no. fucking cross-dressing and fucking at the same time or whatever. Uh, he was shoved into the dress after he was murdered.
1: 100%. Which has to be difficult. So again, props to Joanna.
0: Now, 10 days later, both of Joanna's roommates are found dead. Yep. Where? In a ditch. In a ditch. Okay, well, Lucas appeared to be... In his mid-twenties, mid to late-twenties. Yeah, he was a young dude. And the other guy was probably in his late-forties. Yeah. Both, I think, were living with... Uh, I feel like this was kind of an informal halfway house situation. Something like that.
1: Because they it, it they were all sort of like... Uh...
0: The two guys were definitely alcoholics. Yeah,
1: they kind of live like underground lifestyles, it seems like. And then Kevin was the landlord, and Kevin apparently used Joanna as sort of like a uh what do you what an you, enforcer? An enforcer, yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting because these these guys weren't small and this is this dainty little I wouldn't say dainty, uh skinny, yeah, ish female, which you wouldn't think that they'd be intimidated by, but you know, handcuffs and a face tattoo. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, Lucas was uh, described by friends as a really kind, good-hearted guy, but he was also recovering from a heroin addiction. Mm-hmm. And the other guy, John Chapman, was described as an alcoholic, but a friendly alcoholic. <laughs> and you could tell because he had a bushy mustache. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like everybody's uncle. Yeah, uh, yeah. They both had the shakes. Too bad to fight back. Apparently.
0: Uh-huh. So she didn't. Uh, she didn't have sex with them. Did she? I don't think she had sex with the the other two guys she killed.
1: Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't doubt it if she did or not, because mm-hmm. um, apparently, like like she was sleeping with everybody.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't well, I thought- Kevin was found with a lot of defensive uh, wounds on his hands, so he fought back pretty pretty hard when uh, she killed him. The other guys, I think she just kind of surprised them because there wasn't much mention of uh, of defensive wounds, and she also didn't. Uh, didn't put them in dresses
1: yeah if it was anything like the way that she attacked the two bystanders which we'll get to uh Mm -hmm. she probably snuck up behind both of those two dudes and maybe slit their throat Mm -hmm. or like a surprise stabbing attack which wouldn't give them much defense at all
0: yeah so those two guys they were found 10 days after kevin's body was found and for some reason cops had no idea who did it yeah they weren't like, what is the one thing that connects these three men? <laughs> oh, this crazy lady with, a, with an extensive criminal history and well-known mental health issues?
1: Yeah, apparently they found those two bodies while booking her, too. Like, after they had already booked her. Uh-huh.
0: And they only caught her after she... So she took off. Well, by the way, she had two accomplices. Yeah,
1: she had Stretch, right? What, what was his name?
0: Um, her two accomplices were Gary Stretch, 36, and Leslie Layton, 47. Two men who she recruited because though she liked to kill, she was a petite lady and uh, didn't have the the upper body strength to uh, throw men into ditches all by herself.
1: Yeah, so Stretch and uh, Leslie must have had a hand <laughs> in, you know, Getting Kevin into
0: that dress and into that ditch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so they rode around with her uh to find her third and fourth victims who actually survived. They both survived,
1: yeah. And they were both dog walkers.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. She just jumped out of a car and uh attacked these uh dudes randomly walking yeah, dogs.
1: She, s- she said something to stretch while they were looking. She was like, You gotta find me someone. Find me a dog walker. <laughs> And then one of the guys, she actually stole the motherfucker's dog. Oh, God. And while she was being booked, that was one of the things that she asked
0: the detectives was, uh, what happened to the dog? (laughs) 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 Aw. So those two guys survived, but apparently have permanent injuries. Who knows what that means? Sure. Can't be good. Yeah. She initially, uh, when she was getting booked... By the way, how how did they catch her? They... They caught her because of the two men who survived, but they didn't find out about the actual murders until they were booking her because she told them about it.
1: All I was able to find was that the police caught her in the car with the dog in her lap, and Gary Stretch actually wasn't there. He got away and then was caught later.
0: Uh huh. Apparently, she met John while he was walking his German Shepherd. That's how she met her, the guy, the father of her kids.
1: So she's got a weird thing with dogs and men. Yeah. But she, like, doesn't want the men having the dogs. (laughs) I'm surprised she never killed John.
0: Yeah. I feel like she wanted to. Yeah. She maybe did. But you know what? I bet the only reason she didn't kill John was because if John was gone, then she would actually have to be a parent to her daughters.
1: That's true. She would legally be bound to those kids. Yeah.
0: So wow. So she, she was probably like, okay, I'll let him go so that I don't have to deal with these fucking kids. I can go do what I want to do, which yeah. is uh, kill, kill men with kill dogs. a bunch of men. So she told, uh, hold on, let me see if I can find details about her actual arrest. Uh, What was the guy, the Lucas? Mm Mm-hmm. The Polish guy? She was sexting with him. So she was luring
1: him in in some way. Okay. I don't think they ever had sex, but she was flirting with him. Ah,
0: that poor guy. Yeah,
1: and then he was found to actually be her first victim.
0: So Lucas was stabbed in the heart. John Chapman was stabbed in the neck and in the chest. So that's a frontal
1: facing thing. So maybe she didn't come up behind them. Mm. I wonder if... So since she was sexting with Lucas.
0: Do you think she knocked on the door and was like, Do you have rent yet? And they were like, No, and then she was like, Stab, stab, stab. As
1: soon as they opened the door, just uh-huh. huh. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, that's fucking that's pretty fucked up of her to be, you know, flirtatious with both these guys, or at least one of them, and mm-hmm. then also be this brooding force asking for rent and utilities. Yeah. Like one minute she's like, Hey, you know, let me suck you, Willy off. And then the next, she's got her big, weird knife from Hot Topic barreling down your window. Uh huh. That's no wonder these guys were so emotionally wrecked and easy targets. She probably had them on a hook.
0: I mean, they were Up already and down on and drugs. Back and forth. Yeah. They were addicted to shit. And then they had uh, all of this chaos. Yeah. Have, having to be sexually harassed by their. their What's essentially their property manager?
1: Because uh-huh. uh, she would be a property manager, too. Like, uh-huh. that's such a trashy job
0: title.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that's one of the worst parts. If she was, like, a high society fair maiden or anything, I mm-hmm. might even get on board with her with some of this shit. Like, oh, she's just, you know, a Calamity Jane, and she's crazy. But the fact that she's so damn trashy is what sucks so uh-huh. bad. Yeah. It makes her so easy to hate. And that stupid face tattoo. Yeah. She's the type of chick who, like, years after it was popular... Would have a belly button ring that uh, dangles down with like stars, <laughs> right above her jean line.
0: She also had a she had a tongue piercing, of course. Of course, I could go on for days about how <laughs> trashy she is. Oh man, I used to think tongue piercings were hot, but uh, at some point, uh, 2001, one, two thousand two, they were. At some point, hot people stopped having them.
1: Yeah, and then the people who uh, wanted to be hot caught on later, and those uh, are ugly people. Uh, those are Joanna Denny's. Yeah. Anyway,
0: and when I say when we say ugly people, uh, we mean physically. Right. <laughs> but also on the inside.
1: Oh, 100%. Because
0: it starts on the inside. Yeah. Because there are ugly, sexy people. Yeah. Adam Driver's uh, proving that to everyone, right? Who's the, who's the, who's the ugly, sexy lady? Catherine Heigl? Really? I she's think supposed she's, to be I think pretty. she's pretty. Oh,
1: you're talking about like the who's ugly, ugly sexy? looking. Yeah. But still sexy. Yeah. Okay, never mind. No, Catherine Heigl's hot. I thought you meant on the inside. <laughs> who's an who ugly but sexy? Who's the
0: lady Adam Driver?
1: They said that girl from uh, the Craft and from the Water Boy.
0: Nah, she's hot.
1: I think she's pretty hot too. Yeah. Uh, Who's the ugly version? I don't want to call any woman ugly who hasn't murdered somebody for no reason. It's
0: true. Well, if you could think of someone, let us know. Tweet at us. Tweet at Kai, not <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm just here for could, a day. You could tweet it. You could tweet it, Channing, if you want. <laughs> so uh, after the bodies were found, I'm trying to. Find, you know what's funny is um. She dumped the bodies at a place called Thorny Dyke.
1: Mm. You could almost describe her as a Thorny Dyke, (laughs) the thorniest of all.
0: Yeah, she probably had at least one um, literal thorns tattoo, like you know those tribal. Yeah, she had some barbed wire tattoo.
1: And I guarantee, if you were to rub up against her leg, it ain't clean (laughs) shaven. That's a prickly fucking calf, hundred percent. Probably That's, a huge bush too.
0: Oh uh, yeah, probably. Nothing against that. I'm just saying. She probably like trimmed it with a knife, and would think that, that it was cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after they found the bodies, they they started they started looking for her. I guess because at that point they must have figured uh, that there had to be a connection between these three people who lived together and were all murdered within a 10 day period. Yeah. Uh, they found her, uh, as you would say, in a car with a dog. And uh, she was arrested in April.
1: Yeah, and one of the things I want to touch on, too, was the body of Lucas, though it was found mm-hmm. in a ditch, later they found pictures of him being stored in a trash can. Okay. And she would actually show those pictures off to people.
0: What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so she wasn't, she wasn't trying to hide it. No. When she was arrested, she, she told the cops that she, well, she actually at first lied and said that she had killed eight men and one of them was her dad. Her dad's
1: still alive. Yeah, why Like, why lie about that when we can just fact check that? Yeah.
0: So she initially wanted to kill nine people. That was her goal because she was obsessed with Bonnie and Clyde and that's how many people they killed. Yeah. But she made it very clear that she didn't want to hurt or kill any women, no, especially not women with kids. Exactly. No women, no kids. She was like quoted saying that. Which, I mean, one good thing about this this case was that for once in history, all of the men in a town were terrified yeah. <laughs> that they could be murdered for no reason, which I'm is sure, how women feel all the time. I'm sure pepper
1: spray sales in St. Petersburg or wherever this was just uh-huh. skyrocketed. Yeah.
0: Because there was there was no reasoning. It wasn't like, she, yeah, she wasn't killing men who wronged her right. Again, or men like, who looked like a certain type of person.
1: or Like we were talking about earlier, she seemed to have no real motive other than to be... A man hater. Yeah. But also a uh, a total, you know, what's the what's the womanizer version? Manonizer? That sounds like a sauce.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. When a guy is uh, a womanizer, I guess they also call him a lady killer. So you could call her a man killer? Uh literally know. and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> so she was a man killer and ever since. Multifaceted man killer. Yeah. So when uh she was in jail when they first jailed her. Uh, this was in April, they arrested her. She immediately started plotting her escape.
1: Yeah. She was caught with diaries that had an escape plan.
0: Yeah. The plan was to kill a guard, well, to seduce him first, probably. Sure. And then kill him and then cut off his fingers and use them to uh, <sighs> escape using the biometric of keypads.
1: Yeah, I think she saw Demolition Man one too many times. Because uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb again and guess that dead fingers don't work.
0: Yeah, Pitch Perfect. They, they did that, but they had to. Uh, they kept this guy's thumb uh, to get into his iPhone because they had to keep unlocking his phone. Pitch Perfect, the singing movie. Oh yeah, the Pitch Perfect movies are hilarious. By the way, if you haven't watched them, watch them because uh, I tell myself I don't like musicals, uh, but those movies are funny as fuck. And in the third one there's Shout a guy who they things. accidentally kill and they have to keep getting back into his phone unlocking his phone with his thumbprint
1: I saw the first pitch perfect and uh-huh. to to find out that there is a dead man <laughs> it escalates man in pitch to murder perfect. yeah <laughs> yeah and cadavers <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: what but they have to keep warming up his thumb by like by okay like so yeah on it which is hilarious so yeah joanna get on it yeah uh but she was caught she didn't uh her her plan was found out and they decided we need to put, th- put this bitch in solitary because. Uh...
1: Yeah, and one interesting thing too, like she was such a quote unquote man killer that when she was being booked mm-hmm. for the initial murder and the stabbings, she was flirting with the detective or the cop who was booking her, talking uh-huh. about how good he looked. Yeah. And this, bu- did you watch the CCTV footage? Oh, was he, was he flirting back? He was flirting back, this bumbling oaf. And she literally was quoted saying, not bad for a murderer. Oh Jesus! And then said, "Murder and attempted murder is nothing,"
0: which is is crazy. I mean, was the is the bar so low? I mean, I know we have a, a stereotype of what we think about uh, what is conventionally attractive, yeah. in the UK versus
1: here. I mean, we as Americans we get bashed on a little bit for being having too high of standards and yeah. for being too self centered and you know obsessed with celebrity and all of that shit. Yeah, but. Come on, England, raise your bar. Yeah, if, you could do better. If this murderer, if she's hot.
0: She was hot, hot shit. Like, come yeah.
1: on. She's sitting there like touching her stringy, greasy hair in front of this dude. <laughs> if I'm that guard and she's doing that in front of me, I'm like, ugh, shut up. <laughs> Fucking handcuffs on. You she's look like wearing you stink. like an
0: affliction beanie. Yeah,
1: she looks like she <laughs> stinks,
0: people. Uh huh. <laughs> So, uh so yes, so she was uh, in solitary for 2 years. Wow. Because they had to put her in right before her trial started and they kept her in solitary throughout the entire trial period.
1: Wow, and that lasted 2 years. Mhm. Jeez, that's a long one. Because
0: her accomplices refused to testify against her.
1: See, she still had him on a string. Yeah,
0: they refused to uh they so- told the cops where she was. Uh, but they refused to say why she did it. Um, they wouldn't write down a statement. They wouldn't let a statement be recorded, and they wouldn't take the stand.
1: I wonder if they discussed that prior, because during her interrogation, as mouthy as she was before everything, mm-hmm. it, like as mouthy as she was during her booking, as much of a loud mouth and wannabe badass as she was outside, she said nothing during the interrogation. She yeah. declined to comment completely. Where you would think... She would be talking and talking and talking. So yeah, because like, she was
0: so ex- she was so proud of yeah. what she did. You think that she would? Uh, she was tell like the cops she was everything. someone
1: who always wanted to shock people and keep people guessing and do the opposite of what they expected from her. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of her thing. Because during her booking, she was loud, she was flirty, unexpected. Then during the interrogation, quiet, unwilling to compromise, unwilling to cooperate. And then you know, fast forward. I'll let you finish
0: up. Okay, yeah, so she was in solitary for two years, and then once she got out, uh, she immediately pled guilty.
1: Yeah, on on the stand in the in the courtroom, mm-hmm. she they asked her how she pled, and her lawyers, her whole legal team shocked. had advised her to say, you know, not guilty, let's see this trial out. Yeah. And to shock everybody again, to go against the grain, she shouts, guilty, guilty, guilty.
0: Yeah, she pled guilty to not only the three murders, but also to the two attempted murders. Yep.
1: And Which she wouldn't have gotten away with anyways, but maybe the two, mur- yeah. the the three ditch murders, she could have.
0: Yeah, she could have. She could have pinned it on the guys mm-hmm. because they they did time uh, because they they couldn't get a, a deal. Yeah, because they refused to testify. So she
1: could have probably flipped that on them and then said that she she was scared. They exactly. were bigger than her.
0: Like she just went along with whatever they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially considering how good she was at manipulating people.
1: Hundred percent. She already had them say that they weren't going to testify with, against her. Mm-hmm. So their court date is done, and then she comes up two years later, she could have flipped the script on them and done exactly the opposite. Yeah. But instead, she just wants to shock people. She to wants control to control the game. Off. Exactly.
0: Yeah. She was she was just playing it playing a game. So uh because she pled guilty, she was immediately sentenced to life. hmm And uh since then She's uh, been trying to, to get men to visit her in prison so she could kill them. Yep.
1: <laughs> to this day, she still continues to write to men on the outside and yeah. guess what they do? <laughs> they, they write back. They continue to write back.
0: She's gotten a couple proposals.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: She had a she had a she had a lady try to marry her when she was uh, in prison, a 37-year-old who is out now, so I'm not going to say her name.
1: Oh, another inmate tried to marry her. Yeah. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. They they, they caught her trying to pass a ring.
1: What was it made out of, like, Doritos wrappers?
0: (laughs) A soda, a fucking soda can tab.
1: (laughs) It's just a Funyun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, in uh, July 2018, someone found some uh, erotic fiction she was writing about a woman who uh, killed men after having sex with them. Hmm. She's probably going to self-publish that on Amazon pretty soon.
1: Yeah, she'll get a couple dollars on her books for some cigarettes and
0: (laughs) some Twinkies. (laughs) Some monster energy, yeah, definitely some, some rock bang. stars, yeah. I don't know, do they have bang in the UK?
1: I don't know if they have bang, but it's also, uh, it's it's prior to her time. She's gonna, she's probably gonna stick with the hits. <laughs> she's gonna stick with rock star and with monster, uh huh, hundred percent.
0: So, so yeah, that's the story of uh Joanna Dennehy. She's still in still in jail. She's uh writing uh sexton people the old fashioned way.
1: Yeah, one of the things that was super interesting about this case. Was that there was like, other than the motive, Mm -hmm. there's no mystery to it. Yeah. It happened on a 10 day span from the first kill to the stabbings.
0: So she's not officially a serial killer because uh, serial killing uh, technically involves someone who murders and then goes back to their regular life and then takes a break from the regular life again to murder. So she's classified as a spree killer because she never took a break from the uh, murder mindset.
1: Yeah, it all happened at once. Mm-hmm. And and that was one of the things that I kept, like, thinking was so interesting. There didn't really seem to be a snapping point. She right. still did, like, was who she was. But I think at one point she even said, like, she once she got the first taste of it, like, she just needed more. And that yeah. was what she kept telling Stretch.
0: Yeah. What's crazy is uh, she has a... I haven't heard anything about her second kid, but she has a 19-year-old daughter.
1: Yeah, who spoke out against her.
0: And she's actually... She's...
1: Hot. Pretty attractive, yeah. yeah. I saw that picture,
0: <laughs> which is crazy. Um, her daughter didn't find out exactly what she did until she was 13. Wow! Because her dad had forbid her, or forbade her from using the internet. And then when she was 13, I don't know, she probably like borrowed someone's phone at school or something, Googled her mom. That's and cr- wow! Kept
1: her off the internet. That's pretty brutal.
0: Mm-hmm. I would, <sighs> but once she found out. Her classmates, other people also started finding out and, uh, bullying her. And I believe she had to be pulled out of school and moved to a different school. Yeah. I heard about that. And then she had a crisis because she found out that her mom was a literal monster Yeah, and was really concerned that she would end up like her because she wasn't sure. Like, is this, is it a mental thing? What's the deal? Is it genetic? You know what I mean? Can you imagine finding out at 13
1: that your parent is a killer? Yeah. And you're wondering, like, am I gonna snap at seventeen
0: and mm-hmm. go crazy yeah. and start hating people? And I don't know, man. So so the nineteen year old is, is doing okay. I mean, she visited her mom in prison uh for the first time, I believe, when she was uh, about seventeen. And
1: oh, that was the first time she ever met her, right? Yeah. Why would you even want to meet that person?
0: Uh I don't know. Maybe she just felt like it would be closure. Sure. I She probably like, just wanted to meet her once.
1: And just say her piece and then part ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm lucky enough to have be, been, had both parents in my life, so I don't, mm-hmm. can't speak on that, folks.
0: Yeah, so uh, apparently when she met her, she was super, uh, uh, Joanna was crying and telling her that like she was she was sorry for what, she said she was sorry for the men who she stabbed and didn't kill. She was sorry for trying to kill them. But wasn't sorry about the men who she actually killed. Weird. Yeah. Maybe uh, because they
1: were more innocent bystanders. Yeah. That were just part of the spree that she felt like she had to get
0: out that day. hmm But she wouldn't tell her why she did it. Um, she had no reason. Yeah. She had no reason to kill.
1: Um, who was that? I just remembered something. Who was that accomplice that she had in the car with her when she stabbed those two guys? Because that guy was actually a uh, hostage.
0: Do you remember that? Was it Leslie? Could have been Leslie. I don't remember.
1: Was leslie booked
0: because because stretch was uh stretch was the guy who she said was the big guy who who helped liquor remove spree. the bodies and Leslie was also listed as an accomplice, but you're saying that he was only technically an accomplice
1: yeah, he was actually kidnapped okay, and then he was one of the he got taken into the liquor store which she's on video footage during the crime spree mm-hmm. uh the stabbing spree, I guess you would say yeah uh being kind of held captive by her and to go buy cigarettes or something. And there she's flirting with the person at the counter, too. Okay. I forgot all about that guy. And he was let go. He, they, the police said that he had, uh, he had no charges that could be brought upon him. Oh, crazy. just proved he was innocent, yeah.
0: So, uh, Joanna, I, I didn't uh, get the chance to see if she has a, a Facebook page. Mm. Uh, if you guys can find her, uh, find, anything, uh, find her on social media. Let me let me know what you find.
1: Yeah, I had a hard time finding an updated photo too. Uh huh. There was nothing.
0: Yeah, her daughter. The only the only thing uh, I heard was uh, her daughter saying she looked so different from her photo. So I'm like, did she get really?
1: Fat? oh did she? I get hope fat she got fat
0: because <laughs> <laughs> she cause, uh you know the shade she was throwing at fat people that would be like mm-hmm. justice. Oh yeah,
1: just living off that prison food.
0: Yeah. Oh, Joanna, did you get fat and ugly? Huh. Did you?
1: Then you deserve it. Did you get
0: big, fat, and ugly? <laughs> Did
1: you? I mean, she was always ugly. Or are you just I don't terrified if, that you're not, that you're going to get black too? <laughs> if there's one thing I want people listening to this to walk away with, <laughs> it's that Joanna Denny <laughs> is fug.
0: Yeah. On the inside.
1: And the outside. Yeah.
0: Chani, what do you have coming up that, that you want people to know about?
1: Um, I kind of took uh, the end of the year off. We're recording this right around Christmas. Um. Uh, I'll just plug my show, the Suds Show, at the Arts District Brewery downtown LA okay. every third Wednesday. Every third Wednesday, at eight p.m. Eight p.m. I think our next show is January fifteenth. Come check it out. Cool.
0: Uh, and uh, you want people to find you on the socials?
1: Yeah, at the other Channing on Instagram and at Other Channing on Twitter. Okay. I don't tweet often.
0: I know you should tweet more.
1: Yeah, you're a beast on Twitter.
0: I try. I'm taking a little break though. Okay. Uh, for my mental health. Chani, thanks for uh, coming on and talking about this uh, crazy lady. Hey, if you want to send me an email, send it over to WWKpodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, if you find Joanna on social media, don't add her. I don't want to be the reason why uh, she lures you across the pond, or if you're already across the pond, to a visit because she's so charming and interesting and... And then you get murdered. I don't want that to be my fault. So if you find her, just uh either uh, friend her with a burner and never tell her your real name. Or uh, just, just lurk. Okay? Thanks again for listening, you guys. We'll see you next week.